0: Good morning everybody. This is the youth here on Slam Radio Series XM Channel 145. It's a little amigo here joined by Mario, Idania, and Alicia on a wonderful Monday morning. Without further ado, let's get today's show started with what we always do, the COVID rundown. Right now, around the world, almost 9 million cases with about uh, 4 million people have recovered and about 470 deaths in the world which is pretty crazy to hear and in the United States of America we've seen about two 2 million cases with about 122,000 deaths so Florida, I'm sorry the United States of America has been getting destroyed by this virus recently and it is in fact out of all the countries in the world it has the most cases and the most deaths And it's not even close. So at first, it was really Europe that was getting hit by this. But now we've seen in America, we're getting hit very, very hard, especially down here in South Florida. Miami-Dade County has 25,000 confirmed cases with 874 deaths. And in Florida as a whole, there's about 93,000 cases with about 3,000 deaths. So we've seen a recent spike in cases since mid-May and it hasn't stopped so could this be the second wave that everybody's been talking about for the past few months
1: i mean that it possibly could be to be honest i mean we're seeing such psych like, um <clears throat> such an incline in cases of coronavirus which is quite unsettling to say the least. So, um, I mean, they did say the second wave would come around these months. So I think we could be definitely seeing at the second wave of coronavirus here, which is terrifying, especially since there are a lot of places who um, are already past phase two. So um, we need to see what that'll bring for us.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, this second wave, I mean, we've already seen what the first has done, the destruction it caused. And a lot of people are getting complacent with this virus because, you know, with everything else going on, people, the virus have kind of, you know, took a backseat recently. But now, you know, it's really coming into the limelight again. And I think people are going to be very unprepared for this second wave because they've been kind of trying to go back to normal and they forgot really what the coronavirus can do. So, you know, we urge everybody here at the youth, you know, please stay safe, like don't do anything stupid. Like, you know, wear a mask. It does, it's. I know it's uncomfortable to wear, but come on, just wear it, it protects you, it protects others. And yeah, just don't forget how, you know, damaging this virus is and don't forget that it exists.
0: Difficult for a lot of people and states like arizona florida california and nevada they've all seen recent spikes in covid 19 infections and one of the most interesting things i've seen we have the, the florida perspective here is once the beaches started opening the cases started to rise because everybody was going to the beach and they weren't wearing masks like you were saying mario so we urge people to not do anything dumb like that, I get that it's very uncomfortable to wear a mask, but it's for your own safety. And because of people not wearing masks and because of people not following CDC guidelines, for the third day in a row, Florida set a single day record for COVID-19 cases. So it's just getting higher and higher and higher in cases, even higher than it was before. So while there's not as much of an urgency as it was before, it's still here and it's worse. So we need to be a little bit more urgent and a little bit more aware of what's going on. And an interesting development is in Florida, there's a huge spike in cases. And we all know that the NBA is planning to come back in Florida. So it's going to be interesting to see how that develops. But this second wave that's going on right now, I think I've said it multiple times here in the youth, that it's just the cabin fever. People have cabin fever. They want to get out. They want to go to the stores. They want to go to the beach. They want to go vacation. This is summer. There's no, you don't stay home in summer. You go, you vacation, you go out. That's the whole point of summer. You're off of school. You can be off of work. That's the whole point. But again, during this deadly pandemic, it's, you have to be really careful where you're going and you have to follow CDC guidelines. Because if not, this can happen. And right now it's happening. Why? Because people were too ignorant to follow the CDC guidelines in the first place.
1: I agree. I mean, um, unfortunately, we've we've been saying this on the youth ever since, um, you know, school ended and we heard about coronavirus and virtual school started. We've been explaining how you need to take these precautions, not only to to take care of yourself, but to take care of your loved ones. And constantly here on the show, we always say how we encourage people to wear their mask and to stay inside and to only go outside when it's absolutely necessary. And I understand because sometimes I want to go outside like really bad because it's summer. Like we're outside of school. It's summer. I want to be out there. I want to be doing this stuff. But people need to keep in mind that this is something that, well, as for our generation, this is the first time we see this. It's the first time we face a pandemic. Um, It's the first time we face a global pandemic. And we need to understand that there are things that need to change. We can't exactly be outside without masks, hugging each other, going to the beach, having these bonfires or whatever. Like We can't have a normal summer. But if we keep dreading on the fact that our summer isn't going to be the same, that it's going to be boring, if we keep dreading on this and not trying to find new ideas and new ways to have a fun, safe summer, then you're just going to be depressed the entire summer because you can't keep looking at the negative. I understand it sucks. I don't like wearing masks either, but you have to figure out how you can have fun and how you can have that free summertime without necessarily putting yourself, the public, or your loved ones in danger.
3: I definitely agree with what um you all are saying. Um, I don't know. I feel like it, there is going to be a second wave and the world is like, it's just shifting right now. That's how I honestly feel. But at the same time, before, many people weren't allowed to test. And I feel like now, because everyone's allowed to test, it doesn't matter if you don't feel symptoms. That's why the cases are rising. I don't, I don't believe that it just like, it just rolls out of nowhere. I feel like it's because everyone's allowed to test now. So everyone's taking the advantage and there's more positive, like these cases come out positive rather than negative, which is, which is like not good or okay. And I don't want the world to be like this.
2: And yeah, and going back to Adania's point on summer, listen, I'm not really the one to go out all that much during summer. I usually just stay in my bed we like 12 hours out of the day. But, I mean, for other people, I see because, like, it is the time to go vacationing. It is the time to go somewhere. I see family you haven't seen in a long time. And it kind of sucks that all that's shut down. But, you know, it's all in the, you know, it's all in goodwill because, let's be honest, like, I'd rather stay at my home knowing that I'm safe than rather travel somewhere. And I could get sick. Like, I'm glad that, you know, this is pretty you know that a lot of people are following this and i know i'm an introvert when it comes to summer so i'm not really the one to be you know saying that you know you shouldn't travel because i don't travel anyways but yeah i just just stay safe stay home don't do anything stupid like i said before and yeah i just hope that you know everybody you know adheres to what the cdc and these big organizations are saying it's all for your good health just listen to them even if you don't agree with what they're saying just Listen
0: to them, please. Same development that we're gonna see around August, September is how is school gonna come back? Are we gonna do it virtually? Are kids just gonna go back like nothing happened? It's gonna be interesting, especially like not us as high school kids, but the younger kids, like the first graders, the second graders, the third graders, and so on. It's it's gonna be a little bit difficult to go back to school now, but. I feel like teachers, not teachers, but principals and all those professional people at the top of schools can make smart decisions to bring back school safely. Coming up next in the next segment. A lot of sports teams have had a rise in COVID-19 cases while also trying to bring back the sport. So can sports be on a halt soon? You're listening to The Youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145.
4: Hey, look what I found.
5: A Radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Here's that song again. Here's that song again. For the hundredth time today. Here's that song again. It's gonna be stuck in your head all day. Here's that song again. It will make you cray cray.
4: Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigamano Alapola, too, I'm, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't. You I don't call him
5: if, that. I call him Tunga Vailoa. Whatever you
4: want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigamano Alapola. Tunga Vailoa
5: is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins.
4: How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigamano
5: Alapola? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa.
4: Tua Nigamano Alapola? Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigamano Alapola? Tunga Vailoa. Tua Tunga
5: Vailoa. Tua that sounds much better.
3: Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7
1: to 11, only on SiriusXM XM 145, Slam Radio. Flowers are beautiful, but they become even more so when carried by people who are committed to ending Alzheimer's. At the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's, hundreds of thousands carry different colored flowers, signifying their connections to the disease. And we walk so that one day, there will be a white flower for Alzheimer's first survivor. Sam Reed is more than just a radio station, but a family. It's so nice to know that you have a place where you can feel safe, where you can feel comfortable, sharing your opinions and not be judged for what you feel like is right or is wrong. I'm very grateful
3: that I've gotten this opportunity to be a part of something Big, something historical. It taught me that not only that I matter, but that I have a voice.
0: And the mentors we have here, like Franta Tank and Amigo, make you love this amazing program even more.
3: There are very few words that can describe Sam Radio. One word that definitely comes to mind is familia, family. We've been offered so many unique opportunities to be a part of something great. I will always be grateful to Sam Radio and everybody a part of Sam Radio.
6: We are a family.
3: They are my family. And they will always continue to be my family and i will forever be thankful and i know they got my back just like i got theirs
5: i love being part of slam radio hey this is tiki barber you're listening to slam radio channel
0: 145. in our last segment we talked a little bit about how COVID-19 has rose again, come back from the ashes, apparently. And a second wave is really beginning to appear. And that kind of bleeds into our second segment here. A lot of sports teams and their players in North America have tested positive for COVID-19. 32 players on the Philadelphia Phillies tested positive. 32 players and staff members they tested positive for the coronavirus. The Tampa Bay Lightning had a few players test positive, as well as the Toronto Blue Jays in the Florida Spring Training Facility. Austin Matthews, a famous hockey player for the Toronto Maple Leafs, tested positive for COVID-19. A few San Francisco 49ers players have tested positive. Coaches from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have tested positive. And one of the most interesting things I've seen is about 30 players from the LSU football team, the LSU Tigers, the reigning champions of college football, are now in quarantine. And the team that played them, the Clemson Tigers, 28 of their athletes have tested positive, 23 of which play football. So very interesting to see. Last night, I was watching the news, and I saw that an athletic director for a pretty popular team, the University of Miami, Blake James, stated that he was preparing to not have any fans in the stadiums. So that was an interesting development to me. So with these rising cases, does this mean that we can potentially see football in the August, September months be canceled or even postponed? I mean,
2: I got to say, I have a pretty unpopular opinion when it comes to bringing sports back. I don't think we should because just look at what's going on. I mean, like teams left and right are getting players sick because they're practicing together. It's going to be no different if they start up a new league. It's going to happen. People are going to get sick. And listen, the world isn't going to come to a screeching halt If we don't bring back sports, the earth isn't going to stop rotating. I mean, the moon isn't going to stop revolving around the earth. It's sports like we can wait until everybody doesn't have it. And this crisis is averted to bring it back. Like, listen, I know people are bored. There's tons to watch on TV now. Like, come on, sports isn't very essential. I mean, people are saying that we need to bring it back. I don't really agree with that. Because, like, let's be honest, I really, I love sports, but I really could care less if they bring it back, because it's just going to bring make the players and the people, you know, running it sick. And it, it's not just the players who are at risk, it's the many staff members who, prefer, who prepare the event, the TV broadcasters, everybody is at risk here. And I I just think we shouldn't bring back sports because just look, just by practicing, people are getting sick. And I don't believe this is the right call to bring them back.
1: I mean, Mario, I know you're Captain Contrarium all the time. And in the beginning, I didn't really understand why you were so against sports coming back. I mean, come on, we go to a sports school, Mario. You think you'd have more support to see sports. Um, at the beginning when we first saw coronavirus, um, you were against seeing sports with an empty stadium, um, an empty field, because um, you thought it was kind of eerie, which I kind of agreed, but I kind of thought that it would still be good to um, to air. But now as I see these numbers, I think that, and I, this is also in a popular opinion, just like Mario, I don't agree that the sports should come back. Um, as long as it's a contact sport. I mean, I don't know a lot of people that watch golf. Mario, you think you play golf pretty well or whatever, but I don't know a lot of people who generally enjoy golf, but I think since that's not a contact sport, there isn't as much of a risk to um, um for golf players to um air golf games. I think that contact sports or sports where it's just like really big teams like football, basketball, um, baseball, soccer, etc. I think those sports just we should not see them come back. And I know that's especially Anthony, I know that's not what you guys want to hear. But I think that it's something that's going to be necessary if we keep seeing such rising numbers.
2: Yeah, you're right, Adanya. I mean, especially the non-contact sports, like, you know, I recently saw, like, you know, NASCAR is coming back, you know, they're, I mean, it's pretty, you know, socially distant, even though, like, you know, the people, like, working on the car kind of close together, I'm sure, like, they can keep a socially distant, you know, distance away from each other, and especially, like, the drivers, I mean, you don't even touch them, and yeah, I, I agree with Adanya 100%. I think, The players are at risk. I don't think we should bring back sports.
3: I definitely agree with you both. I don't think sports should come back, even though I was, like, all for it, like, saying I need sports to come back. Not for me, but, you know. I don't think they should come back. I think it's going to put a lot of people at risk. Like not even like Mario said, like it's not only the athletes we worry about. You have to worry about the people working there, the staff and all of that. And not like only that. Like you have family. A lot of them have kids. Like there's so much to like take into consideration that it won't be safe for sports to come back, especially contact sports. Like you guys said, and honestly, I think they should just postpone the whole season over again.
0: I mean I agree but I disagree at the same time mainly because it it's going to need a huge curb downwards for contact sports to continue. I feel like basketball can still screech out the season but not by much. The only reason I feel as they can do that is because they set up the bubble environment and even still it's going to be tough for them to do that. But I feel like because of that bubble environment they'll be safe. Not safe, but they'll be in safer than they would be traveling around the the United States. So the bubble environment there, I feel like that can definitely work and I feel like the NBA could definitely stay around and finish their season. Soccer. Soccer is going to be another tough one, but I I don't see I don't see that coming back anytime soon. Like some of the leagues that are still not around, that have still they stopped playing, I don't see them coming back anytime soon. And as for football, it's going to be very, very difficult for football to come back. I feel like they can play this season, but in my mind, there is no chance at all that fans will appear. It's going to be very weird. Trust me. Games like Packers-Bears in the NFL, that's a rivalry game, would be very weird without any fans. Baseball, too. Yankees, Red Sox, no fans. Very weird. College football, let's say like an Alabama-Auburn game, no fans. I get that I'm talking from a sports fan perspective right now. I get that fans are pretty much the integrity of sports, but we need to be safe. And if that means no fans, then that's fine. And if it means no sports at all. For me, it'll be very difficult to tend to for no sports for a while. Knowing me, I'm a huge sports fan. But, again, it's for the safety of the players. We've already seen in the NFL, stars like Ezekiel Elliott and Von Miller, they've tested positive and And they, they haven't even gone to practice or training camp. So, imagine when they do play. It's going to be very difficult for the August and September sports, football and baseball, to come back. I mean, like Idania says, I want sports back. I'm sure a lot of people do. But for the safety of the players, it's going to be very, very difficult for these leagues to find a way to play this season. If they do, I would seriously doubt that there's no fans whatsoever. Yeah,
2: I completely agree. But, like, you know, even if it's a bubble environment, like they say, I don't think there's any way to protect, you know, everybody from, you know, getting sick. I just think it's too much at, at a risk. And, listen, I know it sucks not having sports. I really am hurting right now. I've been watching soccer recently in stock car racing. I I don't even watch those two sports, but I'm watching them now because of COVID. But, hey, I mean, listen, it's a tough time right now, but, you know, we just need to get through it. We just need to make sure that when we do come back, it's safe for all the players and all the staff working at the stadium, and that's what we need to focus on.
1: I agree. I mean, Anthony, you have to realize that we already tried the, like, no fan strategy. We already tried that, yet we see this increase in cases for athletes. Like, I mean, trust me, I completely understand that you are a sports fan. I mean, just look at your room. Come on. It looks like baseball threw up in your room, but like, and I know it hurts you, tu corazoncito, but you have to realize that if we don't stop the games right now, until the athletes get better and we eventually find um, either a cure or a better way to play these games. If we don't stop it now, eventually we're going to see all the athletes sick and there's not going to be any athletes to play. There's not going to be any athletes to watch because they're all going to be sick if they keep practicing or playing. They're all going to be sick and eventually maybe they get their family sick and it's just, it speeds up the spread. So you have to understand that. I mean, I get it. Your favorite athletes or whatever may not be sick right now, but if you w- want to watch your precious sports go on, eventually those athletes may unfortunately get sick.
0: Risk on both sides of the ball, no pun intended. It's too much of a risk for not only the coaching staff and the players, but the families involved. It's It's just too much of a risk for sports to come back, in my opinion. Coming up next segment, Donald Trump held a rally last weekend, and it flopped a little bit. It didn't do too great, and now there's a little bit of backlash towards it. You're listening to The Youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel
5: 145. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145.
6: I get it. Your desk has been there for you holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad
5: Council. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much, I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win.
6: Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
2: Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from Nitsa and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. Can
5: you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs. You have a Great Dane. You have a couple of pit bulls off to the side. You have some very, very big German shepherds. You know, just the bigger type of dogs. And they're hanging out talking, slobbering over each other, doing what what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and they look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145.
4: There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell him? You tell him, you know... You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs in order for you to... When it does happen, you go, wow, bueno, que rico. You mm-hmm. know, this is what it's all about, and not only that, It's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part.
1: On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality.
4: This is Melvin Gordon, and you're listening to Slam Radio.
0: Back here on the Youth Slam Radio Sirius XM Channel 145. In our last segment, we talked about how the recent spike in COVID-19 cases can really affect sports in the future and seeing how maybe some sports like football and baseball may not even have a season this year. In this segment, we're going to talk about Donald Trump's rally that happened this Saturday. It was expecting a lot of people and it flopped a little bit. Only about 12,000 people showed. I know that doesn't sound like a flop during a pandemic, but there was supposed to be about a million people there. And apparently teen TikTok users and K-pop fans now are claiming responsibility for this lack of people showing up. Why? Because apparently they bought tickets and they didn't show up to embarrass Trump. So they ruined Trump's Tulsa rally and I want to hear you guys' opinions. I found it pretty funny but I mean I feel like Trump's going to be a little bit mad about that, but I want to hear you guys' thoughts on that.
2: I mean, listen, I mean, K-pop fans of all people, I mean, it's pretty funny how fans of a music genre can, are now like the heroes of the internet now. Like, I really, am. it's pretty funny, I got to say. It's pretty funny that they got, you know, one of the highest-ranking officials in the entire world pretty upset by, you know, just trolling him on the internet i find that pretty funny i mean i'm sure even supporters of him find it pretty funny because let's be honest what they did was kind of funny i mean like yeah i find nothing wrong with this i mean it's pretty funny i mean you know it it did no harm to him whatsoever it kind of just you know subverted his expectations but yeah it's all in good fun and i gotta praise them for that
1: I think that's such, like, it's such a Gen Z thing to do. Like, just to, like, complete... Leave it to Gen Z to absolutely troll the president. (laughs) Like, it's just... Why not? And I think... (laughs) I think it's... I don't want to say okay, because I do understand that it was his rally, you know, it was his moment, it was the president's moment to speak up but I do think that um some people did it as a statement you know like to kind of like draw attention away from Donald Trump and back into you know what's going on in the world but I'm sorry that's funny (laughs) I mean I obviously like no hate or whatever but leave it leave it to Gen Z to troll with our president like who else who else and I mean we hate on k-pop fans so much like I know we make fun of Rihanna all the time for being a k-pop stan but you know what shout out to k-pop fans because yo that's that's what's up that's what's up Hello, well for
3: me I honestly don't care how Trump feels or felt because like he barely cares for anyone else's feelings but himself and I think what they did was amazing and smart. Like, it was so out of the box to, like, get the, like, um get the tickets and no one show up. That is super smart, in my opinion. And honestly, I give it up to my generation. Like, I feel like we are so dang smart. No offense to the older people out there. But I feel like we, like, way too smart for them, in my opinion. And what they did was amazing. And this is... Ex- exactly
0: what needed to happen sort of pie on the president's face Sorry for the alliteration there but it's pie on the president's face um you could tell that he was a little bit frustrated about it i found it pretty funny yeah but i mean i don't think it's necessarily the right thing to do i'm not defending trump here but i don't think it's the right thing to do it's a little bit immature don't get me wrong it's still kind of funny but i mean like To ruin somebody's rally like that just because, like, for the fun of it, I mean, you got to be a little bit better than that. And I feel like if it happened vice versa the other way, it would be a little bit more controversial than it is. Again, I'm not defending Trump, but I'm saying I felt like it was a little bit immature by them to do that. I, I don't come know. Honest, it was,
1: it's not like they hurt him. Like, it's not I like... I
0: mean, you, you could tell that they frustrated him. I don't care if they hurt him. Like, he's he's a grown man. He's in his uh, 70s. his heart got so, a boo?
1: Like, it's not like they... He's
0: a grown man. Yeah, it's, exactly.
1: it's not like they did anything physically to him besides, like, maybe, you know, embarrass him. But, like, I mean, come on. Who hasn't been embarrassed? We embarrass Mario all the time. Like, it's it's not and that it, big yeah. a deal. i I'm, it's more fun to embarrass you than Anthony, though.
2: We we alternate. Wow. We alternate. Everyone has so, their time. So times. I switched. So Anthony to me, I became the punching bag now.
0: No, I'm still the punching bag. I'll take the punching bag title. Back. It's get, you it's get,
1: you're my punching bag, but Nick, Anthony is Nicole's punching bag. So you know we gotta we gotta punching alternate. Bag. We
2: gotta switch it up. Yeah, we alternate on different days. I see.
1: <laughs> but I think like. I mean, it's not that big a deal. Like, okay, he got hurt. We ruined his rally or whatever. Que no se sé cuanto. It still got aired just so people could watch it at home. Like,
0: yeah.
1: oh, no, we ruined it. Okay, what about all the protests they've been ruining with tear gas? How about that? You want to have that conversation? I didn't think so. You, you
0: make a good point there, Daniel. You make a really good... that. That is, like you like to say, period. That's it. Drop the mic. Boom. Done. Um, But... You drop if,
1: this mic, your dad got it for me. I know,
0: sorry. <laughs> Even if it was a little bit immature, that some people think, you 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 gotta applaud the effort there. I mean, that took a lot of effort to do that. You gotta applaud the effort. And like Mario said, that's such a Gen Z thing to do. To troll the president like that. I mean, wow. I, I don't I don't think anybody's ever done something like that before. I get that it was in the middle of a pandemic. And a lot of Republicans have been saying, oh, it's in the middle of the pandemic. Of course, nobody's going to show. But I feel like there was going to be a lot of people going to show up and that the Trump administration expected a lot of people to show up. So I found it pretty funny. I'm going to go back to the point. It was piled on his face. And you made an excellent point that too bad if we ruined his rally. They've been ruining peaceful protests all around the United States of America. Now, I get that that's not Trump's fault exactly, but. Once again, who's at the head? So, very good point there, Dania. But I found that whole situation pretty funny, in my opinion. And Trump has received a lot of backlash throughout his term. So I felt like this was just kind of just building up for a long time. And finally, they decided, let's do it now. Like, this was the perfect time. It was... Like, you said, Daniel, I know that the K-pop fans and TikTok users, they get a lot of hate throughout us teenagers. But you know what? Frank, you can cue the sound. You guys are the MPP. Clap it up for them. The MVP. That, it was pretty funny. The MPP. I have to, have to. The MPP.
2: Yeah, but, like, again, going back to your point, I think, personally, they could have done something A little more creative like that's just me but like then again like it's still pretty funny but like come on like do something more creative like you could have actually like showed up to the rally and sabotage it like by singing k-pop songs or whatever that would have been pretty funny in my opinion you probably would have been kicked out from the event but hey i mean i think that's pretty funny but still you know I, i think it was creative nonetheless
1: i mean okay Let's be serious for a second. Um, like, I, yeah, it's all funny or whatever. But like, he his rally continued. Like, his supporters were still there. And either way, how are you going to expect a million people to show up in the middle of a pandemic? Why was that your limit? Like, why was a million people your expectation? It should be like... Well, was, I don't know yeah, how big the venue was.
0: I agree with you. It wasn't going to happen. And... I'm sure that a few people got some cases. And apparently six Trump campaign staffers tested positive for COVID-19 after the rally. Just a reminder, the rally was two days ago. So, I mean, I feel like a lot more people got the virus than we really think. But again, yeah, what was Trump expecting there? I'm not trying to bash Trump here because I'd like to stay middle of the road. But what are you expecting in the middle of a pandemic? Like, what would you expect? Like, you expected 1.5 million people to show up? No. You're, you're lucky that you got the 12,000 people in the middle of a pandemic. You are lucky. You got to count your blessings on that one. I mean, in the middle of probably the most deadly pandemic we've ever seen, you got 12,000 people, 12,000 of your supporters to show up. I would have been shocked if 1,000 people showed up. So I mean you gotta just count your blessings on that one. But again, pretty cool prank by um by those K pop people and you know and the teenagers on TikTok, like they said, apparently it was a huge trend on TikTok. I never saw it, but that was pretty funny. I found it pretty funny.
3: Honestly, I'd beg to defer. I think First of all, it shouldn't have been 12,000. They should have taken way more sheets than 12,000. But I think even though there is a pandemic, I still think even though it wouldn't be, have been a million, I, it would have been a lot in my opinion. I don't know. There's like a lot of die-hard Trump fans out there, Republicans that I'm pretty sure they're not afraid to go out during this pandemic and get sick just so they could go support Trump because he has so many haters. So I think it would it would have been pretty full in my like in I keep saying in my opinion, but I think it would have been pretty full. And honestly, I don't I don't think it was immature at all. And if it was immature, you treat others how you wanna get treated. Trump is the most immature person I've ever seen in my life. Therefore, us being a little immature, it doesn't hurt.
0: Completely Alicia. Um that whole situation egg on the president's face entirely. Coming up next, in the final segment of the show, we talked about Trump's little embarrassing thing, his embarrassing situation. But now I want to hear what are your guys' most embarrassing situations? You listen to the youth here on Slam Radio Series XM, Channel
5: 145. Hey, look what I found a radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145.
6: I get it. Your desk has been there for you. Holding up your computer, your unused stapler, and that plant you forgot to water. But maybe it's time to leave your desk and spend your lunch break volunteering with Meals on Wheels. Doing Meals on Wheels for me is the joy that I look for at the end of my week. I'll come to the door with one meal and I'll walk away with a full heart. Drop off a warm meal and get more than you expect. Volunteer at americaletsdolunch.org. That's americaletsdolunch.org. Brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.
5: Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much. I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m you
0: win
6: love your kids love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat from toddlers to tweens visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size keep them safe visit nhtsa.gov slash the right seat brought to you by the national highway traffic safety administration and the ad council
2: text and work text and pretend to work text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working who me text and whatever, just don't text and drive. Visit StopTexts StopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigos.
5: you imagine it's like a congregation of big dogs? You have a Great Dane, you have a couple of pit bulls off to the side, you have some very, very big German shepherds. You know, just the bigger type of dogs, and they're hanging out, talking, slobbering over each other, doing what, what big dogs do. And a little chihuahua comes running through, barking at all of them. And the big dogs just look at each other, look down at the chihuahua, and then look at each other again like, is this dog for real? The chihuahua is UCF. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to noon, only on Slam Radio Sirius XM 145. My mother was
6: always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, mom will figure it out.
3: When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
4: There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, th- you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know, that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. you, you got to take those losses. you got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs, in order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, bueno, rico. You know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part.
1: On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality.
6: This is Big Papi David Ortiz. You're listening to Slam Radio.
0: The Youth Slam Radio Series XM 145 for our final segment of the show. In our last segment, we talked about how Donald Trump's rally was a little bit of a letdown and it was a little bit of an embarrassment to him. But as I ended last segment, I want to hear from you guys. What are some of the most embarrassing situations you've ever been in? Can I say this one? Go ahead.
1: Can I say this is my most embarrassing situation? Well, you know, for someone who put evergreen topic on our sheet and then decided to tell us five minutes before doing this segment that we're going to embarrass ourselves on national radio. I think you should be the first one to tell your embarrassing story.
0: I mean, Hey, I've been embarrassed on national radio by my dad quite a few times. So, I mean, I don't want to say I'm an expert here, but it's a little bit of my forte. I'll start this off. So a few weeks ago, actually, no, like a week ago, I'm scrolling through a, the the internet and i'm trying to find something for my dual enrollment class so i search up my username my instagram username pretty much my username for any social media that i have and i come across a meme and for some reason i'm the meme i yes i was the joke it was a little bit embarrassing to me but i mean it was pretty funny too i won't explain what the meme said but i mean it was kind of embarrassing just a little bit. Another embarrassing situation that I had, I mean, I was, like, in second grade. So, like, my brain was, like, the size of, like, a peanut. But, um, yeah, this is a really bad situation. I'm in the bathroom, and I get convinced to climb a urinal. I wish I was kidding. I get convinced to climb a urinal. And then I get caught by, like, a janitor, I think. And I ended up getting in trouble with my mom and dad for climbing a urinal. I've been called a monkey ever since. So, yeah, I, I can see Donnie and Mario laughing. But, um, yes, it's true. It's true. And that that's, that's not even, the, like, the best one. I have a lot of embarrassing moments. Some that are a little bit inappropriate to say on national radio. But I've had a plethora of embarrassing moments. So now, Mario, it's your turn. Since you were laughing so hard at mine, I want to laugh, too. I want to have a giggle. What's your embarrassing moment?
2: All right, Anthony, I just have one question before I get into mine. How does somebody convince you to climb a urinal? Like, what type of persuasion
0: tactics do they have? Like, that must be the most... Godfather, I'll make you an offer you cannot refuse. Yes. I mean, I I don't even know. I was in, like, first grade or something. So, like, in first grade, like, you get convinced easily. So I think he was just like, oh, like let's climb the year. And I was like, okay. So I just climbed the year. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe that, can't believe that I'm saying this on national radio.
2: Wow, well, I mean, my most embarrassing moment, I mean, it happened in school. It happened in slam. So it was a Friday. I mean, I'm in Mr. Cole's class. It's the last period of the day. Everybody wants to go home. But we're doing an assignment about maps and features on maps so you know i'm half asleep at this point because like i'm half asleep all the time during seventh period so he calls me up to write on the board you know features of maps so i just say roads and he says oh go ahead and write it so when i'm writing on the board my mind just blinks up and i put R H O D E S, so rods i put rods and the class just can't have enough of it and for pretty much the rest of the year every time a road comes up in a map or whatever we're discussing a road of course people need to bring up the rods joke which you know i find it pretty embarrassing i mean i don't think it's as embarrassing as you know being convinced to climb a urinal but i mean hey that's neither here nor there but i mean It was pretty embarrassing for me.
0: Yeah, I had a feeling that mine is going to take the cake. Donnie, I want to hear yours since you were laughing pretty hard at mine too. What's your most embarrassing moment?
1: I mean, I don't think any of our embarrassing moments are going to be as funny as yours. But I would like to take a moment to expose Frank, right? So Mario is in our radio second period class, which of course Frank was also in. Top by Mr. Melian. So we are having a serious conversation when Frank decides to open something on his phone. It is on full blast and the entire class hears it. I'm not going to specify what played out loud during the whole class. And that was everything. That's the only thing everyone could talk about for like the rest of the day. I'm not going to say what it is specifically because I love you. I don't want to expose you that much. But that was pretty hilarious. My embarrassing moment, on the other hand, (laughs) my embarrassing moment is, so um, my sister's boyfriend, he's a straight-up nerd. He likes doing, like, research for no reason, right? So he was trying to figure out when, um, when Halloween would fall. I forgot what it was on a Wednesday or something like that. It was something like that on a Friday. Yes, it was, when would Halloween fall on a Friday? And I look my sister dead in the eyes and I go, he could do the research. Maybe he could figure out when Halloween will fall on Friday the 13th. She stares at me. She's like, Oh, I get it. (laughs) Are you serious? Um, I'm like, I'm dead serious. And she's like,
0: because I think that the date's a little bit confused. Halloween is
1: something the I would do. First?
0: Well, if you're asking
2: that question, I need to know. According to your calculations, when does Christmas <laughs> fall on New Year's?
0: Like, I need to know. <laughs> you suck, years. In a, in a few years, it'll fall on New, Give New it Year's. Give it a few
1: years. I have a lot of airhead moments and I think that's my sister's favorite, to be honest. I Alicia,
2: mean, your
0: girl, I, you're awfully quiet. You're yeah. awfully quiet. You're
3: a little bit quiet here. I have bad memory, you know? I don't really know. Embarrassed. I don't remember these
0: things. But- I'll say, uh, I'll say another perfect. one. I'll say another okay, one. You I'll, can give say a, another I'll give Alicia one. time to think. I'll give Alicia time to think. So this was actually last year. No, I'm sorry. Two years ago. I'm in my eighth grade math class. And it's about the time of the World Series. And my math teacher. Huge Red Sox fan, Mr. Batchelder was his name. Huge Red Sox fan. And I, as you know, just by the backdrop of my room, you could tell that I hate the Red Sox. I'm a Yankees fan. So I made a bet with him. I was like, oh, if the Dodgers win the World Series, I'm going to give up my chair. Anthony, do you hear that? I do, actually. It's in the back of my head here. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Thank you guys for joining the show. Uh, thank you, the Frontline members, for everything you do. We had a great show today. It was a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. Great time. And for my second time hosting, it's pretty fun. Thank you guys for everything. You're listening to The Youth here on Slam Radio, Sirius XM, channel 145. Have a good one. Welcome to The
5: Slam Radio Podcast. And now, The Youth.